0: Hello, everyone. We welcome you to the Filmmaking Sucks podcast.
1: Where we tell you about all the mistakes you can make while producing a film.
2: And explain how you can avoid them yourself.
1: And we are your hosts.
2: Manny. Lynn. And Mario. And let's get this party started. Uh, Alright. I was going to sing something, but then I just...
0: (laughs) I was going to sing, and then I just decided not to, so...
2: Let's not. It's best for everybody.
0: You're absolutely
1: right. <laughs> They're really lucky they didn't see that little dance.
0: I agree 100%. <laughs> I'm so glad this is an audio and not video podcast. Ah, uh, so, uh, what's up everybody? We're back here uh sitting around this uh room.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Good job. Good job. All right, let's We're keep really it going. acting like we're Excited about this podcast.
0: Yeah. Uh so let's just do this. Let's just use that let's just use that cheap segue. Look at that. He broke the T V. Oh, broke the screen. That's that's awesome. <laughs> he threw him in. See the see the spots? The black spots? Yeah. We're watching the paper. we're watching the WWE pay per view right now and we shouldn't be. We shouldn't we be, but we are. Oh. So um let's get let's get to let's get to business. Uh your 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 poorly worded segue there. Your that's poor, right. your terrible, terrible low segue. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about actors, using actors in your films, um, using one of the biggest, one of the biggest things that, that, that happens in, in film is using your friends as actors and then making the, making the leap into finding professional actors.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so let's start out with where most of us all or well, every one of us starts out at using friends as actors, pros and cons.
2: Also, there's another little 1A part of that, which is marrying yourself to, fr- to other actors you may know for parts and they are not available or don't want to do them or they just don't work out on top of that. You know what I'm saying? No.
1: No. You okay. confused both of us, so obviously. <laughs> All
2: right. <laughs> you have someone in... This goes with the friends part. It's having someone in mind for a role yeah. and they're just not the right
0: Oh, I see. So, so
2: marrying yourself to the idea of having one person even though they don't fit a character, and then they just aren't exactly what you want. That
0: happens in a lot of films because you say, "Hey, I like them, and I like working with them, so I'm going to give them this role." That's a common, very common mistake. Yeah, they're just not good for the role, but you like working with them, so you stick them in there. Pros: They're free. Pros of using friends? Yes, they are generally free. Con of that is that their patience runs thin.
2: Also, that they're free. Yeah. Yeah. it's a double negative yes it is yes
0: yeah. yes their patience runs thin because they're free and they're giving you your spare time their the, spare time
1: the boundary is blurred yes when are you a friend when are you an actor you know if you're not able to draw that line on set
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. bad yeah you
0: gotta remember something this is your movie all right this is your film it's not their film they're helping you doing this, all right? Are you? Uh, when someone says to you, hey, uh, I'm moving next week. Um, I need a couple of my friends to come help me move furniture. How many of you grown? Everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. Everyone yep. goes,
0: oh. But you feel bad, so you give them a hand anyway. Your friends being your actors is the same thing. Now, I have to make a distinction here. At first they're excited sometimes. Just of, of course they are cuz hey man I'm moving next week. I'm going to I I'll, I'll get I'll get a bunch of beers and some pizza and we'll all do it. Awesome, let's do it man. We'll have a fun day and then the beers and pizza don't show up for the first 8 hours of moving all the couches. You know, by that time they need a beer just to put up with your ass. Yep. Okay? But All right, I really um, thought this couch was going to th-
1: fit through this doorway.
0: Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> I want to make a <sighs> distinction here. I'm not talking about Friends who are actors, that's different. Yeah, we're talking about Um, actual friends. Using friends because you don't know any actors sticking your friends in a movie almost never goes well.
2: Or or the other, uh, this plays into that, it's when you say to your friends, hey, I'm taking the leap and actually making a movie, and then half of them are like, oh... I'll be in it And they raise their hand Mm -hmm. And then you start thinking immediately This is when you don't know what you're doing Mm. Completely And you're like Oh okay you're this guy And you're that And then they just never show up And you're just like Oh okay Because it
0: becomes work Yep. Once once you start giving them lines and you tell them you need them to do this and you need to be here and be there and they realize that acting in a movie is not something you show up, say a couple of lines and go home with. No. This is an eight hour this is a minimum eight hour day process. A lot of
1: hurry up and wait.
0: And hurry yep. up and wait. What does that mean, hurry up and wait? Because that sounds a little oxymoronish. <laughs> There's a bit of a juxtaposition there. But what does hurry up and
1: wait mean, Lindsay? Tell us what hurry up and wait means. <laughs> Everything on a film set is rush, rush, rush. Let's get to the next scene. Let's set up. Let's do this. And then all of a sudden you're going to have a light that needs to be fixed or you're going to have to wait until you're seen or wait until you're when you're actually on camera. It's a lot of uh, excitement in the beginning and just let's do this. Uh-huh. And then... You just kind of wind up sitting around waiting for your scene to happen, lights to get fixed, etc. From from the director's
0: perspective, I see that as um, the hurry up and wait to me is everybody has to get their jobs done so that they can sit and wait for the director to call (coughs) them and say, we're ready for you. The special effects people have to hurry up and get the get the actress in their ma- or actor into makeup. Yeah. The special effects, the makeup people, they need to get you into makeup now, so that when the director needs you, you're ready to go. Yeah. That's hurry up, finish what you're doing, so you can wait until they're ready for you. Exactly. Yep. That's hurry up. That's how my, I see in, it. In my too, yeah. opinion.
1: I was explaining it from an actor's yeah, perspective. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: That's what I'm saying. From the director's and the crew's perspective, hurry up. Hurry up. Get your shit done so that when we need you, you ready and and yeah. you're ready to go. Get yourself prepped
1: and prepared and get us Good actors, in
2: my opinion. Uh,
0: Again, no, no, no. See, I don't like that word good because <laughs> that's a matter of of uh, of perspective. Professional. Experienced. experienced.
2: Okay. Experienced, experienced. actors. Experienced. Say you have an actress and an actor in a scene. Experienced actors will go aside while they are waiting Mm -hmm. and practice their scene off camera and off soundboard. Mm -hmm. You know, like um, that's another problem with having... They'll
1: run lines. Yes, they'll run lines.
2: And another problem with friends is that you tell them exactly what you want Mm -hmm. and then they just don't do it and they don't understand. Even though they say, got it. Yeah, that's the the two words you never want to hear. Yeah. Got it.
0: Yeah, your friends, your friends don't. Everybody thinks they're looks like everybody thinks they're a good liar. Everybody thinks they're a good judge of character. Everyone thinks that they're funny. Everyone thinks they have a sense of humor. Everyone thinks they're an actor. Everyone thinks they can act. Except for the few people who say, "Nah, I can't act for my life. I can't act. No, yeah, no. some people say either, that, and I've Very, acted because you've done it." Because you've done it, yeah. Because we've done it, we know we can't do it. But until you've done it, everybody thinks they can be a good actor. Yeah, everybody thinks being an actor is easy. I wish we had like a real actor sitting here to uh, to sit and talk about
1: which we could do one day. We could
0: do one day. Yes, we will. But I wish right now we did. But being an actor is not easy. All right, I know that a lot of the uh, the perception of actors is that you know they're just the, the the. they're dumb, pretty things that you stick on screen. They say some lines. Ooh, how hard could their life be? We had an actress who was playing a character. She was playing... She was playing a, the, the character had breast cancer. She spent a day in a hospital cancer ward studying, talking to the patients, talking to the doctors, letting them walk her through the process that they go through, listening to their stories, finding out what the surgery entails. What is the aftercare? How long does it take? What is the pain they go through? What do their families feel? She spent hours talking to cancer patients so that she could learn what it's like to be one so she could honestly portray someone like that. Do you think... Any does anybody think that they could sit there for a whole day and listen to cancer patients' stories without just running out in tears?
2: No. no. That's hard like to that. do. No.
0: And then the next day to put yourself in their headspace and play them on screen. Yeah. That is not easy to do. No. It's very, very hard to do.
1: Yeah, like yeah, you know, everybody thinks it's easy to be an actor. Well, great. Play somebody who has breast cancer. Yeah. Go.
2: Yeah, no, it's believably. <laughs> Believable. After having to do it in a lead role, yeah, mm-hmm. I know for a fact it's... even It's not easy. Even with... You've seen... You've shot it. You know, like... Yeah. It's not easy. Like, playing a quasi-tormented character and from what I did, mm-hmm. like, it was not... And yeah. it suffered because we've talked in other podcasts before. You know, I had to do a million things. But it's not easy. Having to also feed off friends who are not actors as well when you want something from them and they don't give that to you that's another problem with say you are on your set and you have a friend as one of the roles as a principal or a a lead and you have the lead who's a professional or experienced actor that you hired to be there and they're acting along with them and they're getting frustrated because your friend is not getting it. He's not ready he's not prepared. Say an actress is I can't believe you, John. You cheated on me. And the guy playing John's like, I'm sorry, Claire. I didn't mean to cheat on you. And he's looking at a lamp on the other side of the room. Yeah. You know, like, it's just, it doesn't work. So, like... I don't yeah. know. It's There's
0: a lot rough. that goes into acting that a lot of people don't understand. There's things like eye lines, characters. Actors have to know how to work for the camera. They have to know how to face the camera, when to face away from the camera, how to play towards it. They also have to be able to go through the entire scene and ignore the 7 to 15 people who are standing around them with cameras and microphones and... You know the the, the, the food, clipboards. the smell of the food that's coming in from the other room. The clipboards, the the director who's doing this and the sound guys doing that. There's a whole crew of people standing behind that camera that they have to ignore.
1: And that's a lot of pressure too. Where it's yeah. like when you when you start to fumble lines, you know, and you know and
0: everybody's everybody's you know, like, oh god, you, like here we you go.
1: know in your head, and it's so hard for a crew, especially. I mean, like you we know, now we're you know on on hour eight and a half. And we're on take 15 because you keep missing the one word. And, and as hard. as I mean, we're all human. You do have that
2: fatigue that factor.
1: sigh, that sigh that's in you. And, and, and an actor has to ignore that. And that's yeah.
0: think about this. Hard. You're doing an emotional scene, a very emotional scene. And you put yourself in this whole headspace of, you know, maybe maybe your character needs to cry and you need to figure something that's going to make you cry. So you put yourself in that space of being eight years old again and your dog died. And
2: you, Something that you brings to, you to tears. You have to yeah.
0: bring yourself back to that. And you've got a tall, you've got a six-foot-two camera guy with a large beard and a red hat on standing eight <laughs> inches away from your face with a camera. <laughs> Trying to catch that tear as it comes out of your eye.
1: And you have a and light you, that shined you, on your yes, face. To yes, hit You have a
0: 120 degree light right on top of your head and another one underneath you. And a director who's sitting there waiting for the moment and a sound guy who's putting a werewolf penis looking <laughs> microphone in front
1: of your face. And a producer and, who's looking at our watch. Mm hmm.
0: And you still have to deliver this, but you have to block all of that out and cry.
2: And then you build up the strength. You remember Pickles, (laughs) your dog, having to be put down from horrific cancer. You have to do this in front of all those people. And you cry... And then said six foot five bearded redhead guy says, sorry, lens cap. And then the director's <laughs> like, you fuck, Cut. do it again. You
0: asshole, do it again. Yes. And then you have to do it again.
2: Yep. Guess, wh- guess who's not going to do that? A friend of yours, most likely. Yes. Yes.
1: Or guess who's not going to be your friend after (laughs) doing that actor.
2: (laughs) That actor. Okay. So
0: actors, actors have it rough. It's very difficult to be an actor. Uh, So we're plus it's
2: extremely competitive.
0: It is. It's very competitive. So today we want to talk about that. We want to talk about what it's like working with actors, how to work with certain actors, and how and what actors to work with us. We're going to go through. We want to do some casting. Discussion mm-hmm. and everything. So again, we talked about friends. Friends are friends are good. They save you time. They save yeah, you this effort. Is a good place they to save start. you money. It's your a good. Your first good like place to your start.
2: first shorts or web series or even your first film. Mm-hmm. You know. Again, we've discussed many a times, it's going to be a lot of favors. It's going to be yeah. a lot of, hey, can you help me out? So sometimes you don't really have much choice, but yeah. your second feature or going forward, you know, friends is when you got to, unless you're your friends are actual experienced yeah. or and trained Sometimes or you have one actors. friend
0: who's actually just a naturally good actor and he kind of enjoys it and he helps you out with it and you do this stuff and you do this together and he and he helps you out. He does it on your movie and I he's there. Yeah, yeah, you have a friend who's actually just naturally good at it and he does it. It. that's
2: great he's an actual pro- he's a paid professional actor well
0: that's I'm not talking about that no man. no I'm talking about sometimes you just happen to have a friend who's just naturally a good okay. actor oh okay you know yeah. Sorry. so you keep him there and you use him in your films and stuff and there's nothing wrong with that because he takes it serious because once he once he realizes he's good at it he starts taking it seriously he may not go and be an actor for other people but he'll do it for you Okay yeah. and you start treating him differently than all your other friends. you start you start treating him like a real actor because like this guy's delivering something amazing for you and he's doing it for you and only you. Mm-hmm. And that's great. So you want to keep that relationship nice and strong. And by doing and in order one of the ways of keeping that relationship nice and strong is by surrounding that one friend who's a natural actor who's doing it for you, surrounding him with other people who take it seriously. so that this way he doesn't have to be the only guy in the room. Who's not checking his watch? Oh, wait a minute! Didn't lunch in a half an hour. When's the food getting here? Put your when, phone down. Put your phone. Oh man! You see that video? Did you see Lady Gaga at the Super Bowl? Did you see that? Check. Look at the gun on her. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the people standing around, looking around the, looking around the, uh, uh, a cell phone. And your one good friend is standing there, run, trying to run his lines and trying to get it good because he wants to do this for you. Yeah. And everybody else is is messing around. Yeah. So you accommodate your friend by getting other people who
1: And he'll get seriously. better if you give him people get, to feed absolutely. off of, he'll get better.
0: Absolutely. You know. So it's good to, you start with your friends, that's fine, but eventually you got to yeah. move on. Yeah. You got to move on. You got to start hire taking it seriously.
2: Real people. Yeah.
0: Now I'm not talking unions here. I'm not talking nah. about unions. You know, we're not at that. We're not at that point. When you want to start working with SAG and unions, you got to become a signatory, and that shit costs money. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll just bleh on that for right now. Let's 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 leave we're, unions. We're to talking another about episode. actors
2: we can get a hold of. Yeah. You know, like we all have our friends who are part of SAG. Like I said, the when I mistook what you said, my a friend of mine, Scott, he's a professional SAG yes actor. He gets lines in TV shows and yada, yada, yada. He will. You know
0: an actor who just so happens to be your friend.
2: Yes, he is a friend yes. of mine and will come out and shoot bit rolls for yeah. me as long as it's less than what he's allowed four to hours. do. Yeah.
0: Yes. With SAG, if you have a SAG actor friend, they can do up to four hours on your set without having to speak to SAG about it. Yeah. Up to four hours in a day. No yeah. problem. That Generally, you can probably get a lot done in that four hours if you're really. Fast enough. Yes, you can get a lot done in that four hours, you know.
2: But yeah, he's one of those friends who does this for a living. Actually, makes yeah. all he has to do is act, and it's he a makes his money. Actor. Yes, excellent. And yeah, so I mean, if you're lucky enough to have those, eventually, at the beginning, you know, that's good to have.
0: How do you get past that point? And this is one thing that a lot of filmmakers have. That it's kind of a barricade. It's the first. I think it's one of the first um, real. Real barriers you have, to, you have to cross is how do you find real or good actors? How do you find experienced actors? And a lot of people don't actually know how to do that. But it's so, so much easier than you think it is. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> I saw you uncover your notepad if I you get something with to the, say. I was already
1: with my list.
0: So?
2: so okay. Get into your so list. So
1: one option is looking for theater actors who are looking to make it into film.
2: That have open um, schedules, by the way. Make sure that is
0: Where do is you important. find those theater actors?
1: Well, I'll get to that. Okay. Okay. Um, you have background actors. Uh, often, a lot of times, you'll find, like, a, 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 you know, SAG or people working their way into SAG, they're doing a lot of background. They'll be looking for a speaking role that they can put onto their reel that'll get them bigger and better parts. Mm-hmm. Um... Theater and acting students, check out your college campuses, check out the local theater house. Um, you can absolutely do that. There's a bunch of websites. You can go to Actors Access, Craigslist. We,
0: we use Actors Access ourselves. Uh, that's what uh, I'm we, using we, well, for Well, excuse me, no. We use Breakdown Express. Yeah. Uh, that's a really, it's a really cool service. They're in a bunch of different cities. We, what we do is we take our um, casting call. We write out the names of the characters, and we describe the characters. And you put that into onto a website called Breakdown Express. All right? And uh, Breakdown Express will then publish your casting call onto a website called Actors Access. Breakdown Express is for the producers and casting agents. Actors Access is for the actors. So that this way they don't cross with each other. Okay. You know? Um This way, you don't have producers looking at really looking at other movies. And, you know, so that this way we don't have to worry about that. We just look at, I sign in, I see my stuff and nobody else's stuff. Doesn't, you know, I don't need to see all that other nonsense. Um, So the actors get on there and then they see the breakdown. And then then they respond to it. And then on Breakdown Express, I get their uh, information. I get their headshot and their resume and and their video reel and all that through that. And that's one. Very, very simple way of doing it. And, and, and uh, depending on what state and city you're in, once you post on Breakdown Express, there are other things. Like in here, we I got NY Castings found our breakdown based on Breakdown Express. Now, a lot of these websites you have to pay to send. Now, Breakdown Express is totally free. All right? Okay. It's totally free. Um, well, a lot of these other websites you have to pay to put the put the casting up. A lot of these websites then will find you on breakdown express and they'll give you a free listing for a month
1: <laughs> just good. so that
0: this way you'll be enticed to come use their service how long do you really need it for if you're only doing the one movie how long do you really need that that Nine casting months. call to sit up there give it a month no problem thank you very much uh well it's going to be well we're going to take it down in a month that's totally fine by me but it's just one of those things cuz some people put up casting calls all the time. I just put you know? one up. Yeah. And uh some of those paid websites you get a lot I'm going to say higher caliber of actor because the actors are paying to be on there too. So they're getting a higher caliber of cast casting calls on there too as well, you know. Fox is not posting on Breakdown Express. You know? No. They're just not Because there's a lot of non-union work on there. So they're not even bothering. They're going on to the paid websites. Yeah, are IMDb
2: Pro now, funny enough. They
0: are. They are. You know, so a lot of...
1: Well, a lot lot of the larger movie, uh, movies, they they bring on a casting director who contacts casting agencies and casting agents, uh and, you know, that's how they're getting most of their actors. Well,
0: I'm talking for, for... a lot of the times they do still post these things. If they need two hundred yeah, extras, they need
1: two hundred extras. Or something. They're not
0: going to pay a casting agent to find them two hundred no. extras.
1: No, they're going to post, post
0: somewhere. Post put a post somewhere, and three hundred people will show up.
1: Like what was it? I legend or I am legend. I am legend. They did something here in New York, and I think like they needed, it was on
0: the bridge. They needed it was like a thousand they extras. They needed a thousand extras. of all the people escaping, trying to escape the city when the bridge is taken out or something in the scene. Yeah, yeah, they just posted a. a cast and everybody and people showed up and they gave everybody hand warmers because they were shooting in the in the summer they gave in the winter gave everybody hand warmers and hats and gloves
1: and they each got like a yeah every two hours they got a break to go by the heating
0: yeah to go by the heating and then free coffee and everything and everybody got paid like 50 bucks for the day to stand around in the cold you know or 75 dollars each everybody walked off with a little little check in their pocket you know, uh, and that's how they do those main big castings, but anyway, uh, for you to find this, what are the there's more more options for for you filmmakers who are a lot of them in the middle of nowhere, yeah, a lot of people in the middle of nowhere. How do you find these actors these websites yeah Craigslist also is a Craigslist big- Craigslist
1: yeah. Yeah. you put your local newspaper for a really, really small town, you probably are better off than most where you can reach out to the yeah. town, reach out to you know to local newspapers town hall meeting town hall meetings like yeah. just go down and just say I'm look I'm like I'm looking to make a film it'll be a really great way to for like you to gauge show, your town community involvement whatever, yeah whatever the town that. of the dead yep
0: yeah if you're in a small town you'd be surprised how easy it is to get help and actors and people to people to be part of your movie hell i'm sure if you're in a small town you already know this because you know everybody in town as soon as you say you're making a movie everybody's like really i'm coming around i want to give you a hand oh use my farm use my backyard use this use that but you got to find actors for that too so you can go to the you can go to your local town hall and talk to them What do they meet like maybe once a month, these town hall places or something? We have one over here. We have one here in New York. We still have town hall meetings, little, you know, and residents associations, associations. they meet once a month. And if you're making a movie, you can probably show up and say you want you want to find some actors and you'd like to address the town hall and get people to, you know, spread the word and let everyone give everybody tell everybody how to contact you. That's one great way of doing that. Like she said, go to your local um college theater, uh, high school theater.
1: Hey, if you have a local theater in your town or yeah. surrounding towns, great place to start is there.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, just talk. And another just talk.
2: place even though I don't recommend it highly uh, you can go through Facebook groups and Twitter groups and stuff like that. Yeah. Put up castings. You're gonna, I don't
0: like doing that. Yeah, I'm I not a huge fan. I
2: like I like do it, it but I don't because I, a lot of actors and actresses friend request me because they know i have something going on so now like i have a lot of people but they just automatically think they're getting the role exactly So that's one thing another
0: thing i don't like is when you post on facebook especially when you're at that point where you're trying to get away from using friends once you post on facebook you're losing for it. all those friends you're trying to not work with anymore start messaging you hey man you know i'm always available yeah, you are always available, but you show up two hours late, you complain all day long, you and leave you, early. you play on your phone. You want to leave early, you don't have your, you know, but these are your friends, and you don't want to say that to them. Yeah. Because they're your friends, and you don't want to be like, dude, you're a bad actor, you're terrible. <laughs> You're terrible. Like,
1: listen, I got into a bunch of film, like, you know, a bunch of film festivals. Like, I rejected to a bunch, and the ones I did make it to, you know, there was a review off of one of them. And they said, "God, this acting is horrible." Yeah, yeah. You, know? you, know? <laughs> you don't have to tell your friend that. I mean, it's yeah, bad. You don't enough. want to hurt it's your friend's feelings. You, you had They, to they read helped
0: it. you. Your that's, friend helped you
2: out. That's what I was going to get to when you asked, "When do you make that next step?" My next step was I've never had. We've discussed this when we said, "Just get it done." I'd rather have a horrible day on a set than my have worst, a great day. My worst day at on work. set
0: is still better than my best day anywhere yeah. else. Mm-hmm. My
2: last shoot was my worst day on a set, and it was mm-hmm. my set, and it was because an actress who I was paying, by the way, mm-hmm. um, she double booked the day. Uh-huh. She knew it was going to be eight to 10 hours, and sh- all she did was bitch and complain and talk about me behind my back to everybody else the entire Mm -hmm. day and she left early and had i not been in a pinch and had i not already this was day three of shooting had i not already had two full days of shooting with her i would have fired her on the spot
0: and i guarantee if you post a casting call on facebook she's one of the first people who responds every single time every time even Mm -hmm. though she was miserable Every
2: second. And I'm, the, on worst set person, that day, I'm the worst you're the person. I'm the worst person on earth person in the world, and yep. I'm unprofessional. And yep. everything else she said. But every time you pay every time you
0: post another casting on Facebook, she's the first one to say, Hey, I'm there if you need me. Yep. Because a lot of people are just fully unaware of how much of a nuisance they can be. You know? How does she forget how miserable she was on set that day? She doesn't forget. She just remembers you gave her a hundred bucks for the day to even be there.
2: Yeah. That's another thing. That's it. As a if you are a director or a financier, it sucks, but sometimes you have to let people know they're not doing their job and mm-hmm. you have to let them go. And this is one scenario where I should have done that, but just because budget constraints and i i had it was the final day of three days of shooting i just said you can't
1: no you can't go back and reshoot those three days you can't
0: you can't do that sometimes you can't do that sometimes you can
2: but sometimes you can't
1: i I just stuck with it but that was that one more
0: day how bad
2: could this really be that was the that was the point where i said i need to Mm -hmm. i need to go from hey oh yes i want to act okay sure to, I'm going to start yep. giving every- experienced actors money to actually give me a good performance and not complain. And
0: everybody has that point
2: that they hit. Yep.
0: Everybody's got that point where they're like, that's it, I'm done with this. I can't I can't keep dealing with this nonsense. Because your work
2: suffers, it ultimately.
0: Does. It does. And, and unfortunately,
1: you don't money into as a filmmaker, you, you can't take things, you as a director, filmmaker... Financier, producer, whatever you are, you can't take things like that personally.
2: Oh no, yeah. Like
1: you really can't be like, well, you're you're the shittiest person in the whole world. Like you, not, I can't take that personally, and I literally have to like look at it as a business sometimes. And in that situation, you're say, well, I could reshoot everything to repl- and replace her. Or I just grit my teeth, I finish this third day, took, and save myself the the time, energy, and hassle of having to reshoot around it this took girl. Ten minutes, and I never rock, hire her again.
2: Down, and yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I did. Yeah. Yep. And you know, like I said, uh, it's it's kind of a not the greatest story, but that's so, like everybody for, has a story like for whoever, whoever's listening to this and is going through this right now, which is why we're doing this podcast. Yeah. Y- this might. It might not happen in a bad way to you, but you're gonna. It's gonna happen in that way where you're gonna be like, "I need to take the next step. I can't keep doing this because Mm -hmm. I have bigger ideas. I want better performances. I want to use different people, even Mm -hmm. because that's another thing I notice about independent cinema. Say director X, writer director X, and producer X have made five, ten movies together, but it's the same cast. It's the same people. of It's the same local people. That are in everything yes. for free or do it for next to nothing, and you're just like, it's cool to use your your actor friends who do that, but it's just gets it's the same people. Nobody's you don't growing. Really, you don't really want. You're not growing. You're not. You're not expanding your horizons as an artist, or even if you just want to make money. Like who who's gonna sell the movie where the same actors in the same movie? It it's unlike. You're not Quentin Tarantino or Robert Rodriguez who can get away with it. Yeah. You know, like, well,
1: they're their, their regular well, actors again, are like.
2: Their regular actors
0: are
1: Bruce Willis. Are Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come yeah.
0: on. You know, okay, fine. He's going to keep using Bruce Willis. It's still Bruce Willis. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, man. He just keeps putting that guy in there. You know, like Tim Burton, damn, just keeps using Johnny Depp. Really? Mm-hmm. This is the complaint you have about the movie? Johnny Depp is <laughs> just, nope, he's just not doing it for me sorry you know I'm sorry yeah. if you had if you had access to use Johnny Depp in every damn one of your movies you would put him in every it's role A-listers. you possibly it's A and B exactly yeah. you're yeah. talking you know, about you're okay it's okay precisely you're talking about, well, I mean, the other uh, about thing a movie too, star I mean, that's making Somebody like Johnny Depp, he,
1: he actually expands he tries new things and like you know yeah
0: it's Tim Burton who doesn't do new things yeah. Yeah. it's him who keeps making the same damn movie yeah.
1: <laughs> Tim I'm sorry that was she, not me I had nothing to do Tim with it. it's Tim Burton
0: that. who keeps remaking the same blue movie with big hats
1: Tim I'm available to be a producer and First assistant director. Hey,
0: hey! Look, I don't care. I'll work with you and make all the blue movies in the mo- in the world you want. Doesn't mean I'm going to watch them when they're done. Johnny Depp doesn't watch his own movies. Okay, he hasn't watched one of his own mm. movies in 25 years. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, let's yeah. move forward. All right. Um, When we're finding these actors We've put up our casting call now
1: Right We've gotten our responses We've chosen the ones That we want to meet with How
0: do we What do we do From this point forward now We know where we're getting Our actors pool from Mm -hmm. Now what do we do Now we're going to
1: hold Auditions Slash casting calls Where do you hold auditions Anywhere You can hold it anywhere That's
0: nonsense That's nonsense Because yes People do hold it anywhere I've seen people hold auditions In Starbucks Oh, I'm having horrible. an audition okay. at a rec center. I take it
1: all back. Uh-huh. A location that, that is not a public location. A non-public location. A non-public location. Um, you can have it town. at the school.
2: In a private section of a if rec center. If you're
0: in a small town, you <laughs> can probably get the school. You can probably yeah. get your local rec center. You can probably get those things.
1: You know, here. a lot of a lot of libraries and stuff have community rooms that are yep. available to the community. Yep. You can get one of those private rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even hotels. Talk
0: and, you to know. the actors themselves, especially yeah. if you're getting them from a local theater. Where do you guys rehearse? Yeah. Can I use ask, the stage? Ask the
1: local theater if you can host it there. Yeah,
0: you know, uh, we we personally we go to Shetler Studios in New York, mm-hmm. in, in in out in Manhattan. We go to Shetler Studios. Uh, we hold our we usually hold our casts uh, casting calls on a on a Sunday afternoon, which the room is like eight or ten dollars an hour. You know, and it's a place where most actors have all—damn uh, near every actor in New York has auditioned at Shetler Studios, one mm-hmm. of the one of the multiple audition spaces out there. They've all auditioned there, so they all know how to get there. They know the process. Um, here's here's one thing you need to do: Uh have a sign-in sheet. Yes, it sounds silly, but do it. Have a sign in sheet, especially if you're using a shared audition space, mm-hmm. have they'll have a little table there where you have a sheet that says the name of your production and your director's name or whatever, and a bunch of numbers. So the actor gets there and signs in so that when you walk out into the into that room, you know who's there. OK,
1: and it tells the actor that they're in the right location.
0: Yes, they know they're here. for Yes, because especially if you're using a shared space, everybody's sitting in the same waiting room. OK, how do you know which room you need to go in for the audition? Because sometimes you're there for multiple auditions, you know. All right. I'm going here to them first. I'm going to sign in to them. What
1: was it? Remember when one of our actors, I'm just going to say, well, was yes, Roach, Roach got pulled into the wrong audition. Yep, Roach got pulled <laughs> into like, a different audition. They were like, do Shakespeare. And he was like, I'm here for a horror movie. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, he got he went into the wrong audition room. Yeah, it happens yeah. it happens in these shared spaces it definitely happens so don't be a abar- don't be embarrassed hell with it you're in there do your best you know who <laughs> knows you never know you never know what you get the thing
2: it. to do for auditions is well this is a given um set up some sort of social media or email list where you provide everybody who's interested sides of well what okay read. well um, on okay.
0: breakdown express you can do that directly Okay. There actually is, and there, there is a thing where you can post the sides where all the actors will see them. You know, you can do also it that character way. breakdowns.
2: And yes, everything that'll that. all. Well,
0: mm-hmm. from from Breakdown Express, you can do it all. It's all there. So it, that's why that's why I like using that website or these these good you know casting websites.
1: Um, I mean one one thing is is the great debate is uh, if you're going to do sides or if you're going to have them perform a monologue. monologue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like monologues.
2: I I like them, but the film I'm making right now is kind of rough around the edges, so I don't really know. Like, I've seen monologues, but they're all, like, villainous and all kinds of stuff. I don't really want that because all the characters are kind of...
0: Well, see, that's the thing. You, you tell them what it is you're looking for. Yeah. I like using the monologues because what it does is it... When the actor... Okay, we're doing a horror. We're doing a slasher movie. Right? I'm oh, doing a slasher movie. And all the actors know they're coming in to audition for a slasher movie. And I tell them prepare a monologue. Okay? Here's the character you're coming in to audition for. Great. What monologue you choose, because every actor has a comedic, they have a dramatic, mm-hmm. they have a, a romantic. Every actor should have one monologue from every genre. Prepared. Okay. Prepared. Known, you should be able to do it in your sleep. Yep. All right? Uh, what type of monologue you decide to do on the day for this audition tells me what your strengths as an actor are. Or
1: what you think they are. Or
0: what you think your strengths are, exactly. Um, Mike Roach came in. He's auditioning for the coroner in the horror film.
1: No, he came in for Fincher.
0: That's right. No, that's right, yes. He came in for the detective, Detective Fincher. The lead role, yes. The lead role. And he did a monologue from Night of the Living Dead. Right off the bat, we said, all right, he's in the right place. Well,
1: that, and he was he was carrying a DX wrestling uh, he folder. He had a DX. Yes, <laughs> Where he, he, had had a, he had his in. headshot He had his head
0: shot in a folder with DX on it, you know? And he had a Misfits <laughs> t-shirt on. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And it's was like, all right. Well, I'm liking this guy already. <laughs> he walked in. I like him. All right. it is a Misfits t-shirt, DX You here. get us night, so far. Yeah, night of the Living Dead uh, 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 monologue. Cool. Cool. I'm liking this guy already. We're gelling here. We're gelling. We're yeah. We're good. All right, and then he and then he was really good at it too, Hmm. really, really. He took took
1: direction well. Yeah,
0: he did. Took and I said, but you know what? He didn't have the look for Fincher. Mm. Didn't have the look for the lead detective. I had already. He's a very
1: long face.
0: Yeah, he's very. Yeah, he had that 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 sharp chin and you know long long faced. And I said, he doesn't he doesn't look like the lead detective. That's not him. About a week later, the actor that I had cast. For the coroner had to drop out of the film because his mother got sick and he had to take care of he had to take care of his uh little sister at home you know yeah. so he's like i i can't i i can't commit to the film i'm sorry all right i already saw this guy i liked him i'm calling him and say hey we don't have this lead but the villain just the villain in the movie Spoiler just dropped out <laughs> you know um i have the role come on back and we want to talk to you about it and see what you think. I'm going to give you some sides then. My second audition with people, I like to give them sides yeah, then. Yeah. Okay. You know? Uh, I think what we're going to do from this point is, from this point forward, we'll probably end up combining the two. I want to see the monologue and I want to see some sides. Yeah. So this way we just knock it out. Let's get it, let's get it done. We'll spend a little well, bit more time with them.
1: What we did with and, Theta, which I think was really, I, I think we should do from now on, is that we had, uh, Kate was originally, was already cast.
0: Yeah, um, Kate was cast as Nicole from the beginning. Yeah. yeah, so we
1: brought her into the casting calls with us so that she could read with with them, and we could see there, because when they're in a relationship, they're supposed to be a couple that's been in a relationship for a really long time. We wanted to see if there was chemistry. Yeah. So, and it's so much better. It gives the actor, I think it gives the actor so much more, because usually I'm reading off the scripts mm-hmm. and usually yeah. they're balanced cuz you know I'm, you, I mean he's the director he needs to be able to see them
0: Yes if you're the director do not read with your actor no. Oh no I'm not doing that I'm yeah. I'm not telling you <laughs> I'm just <laughs> looking at you cuz you're in front of me uh. There's an audience here this
2: And I know. and I know it and what does it do
1: I in yes. no way in shape or form claim that I am an actor and them mm. having to act yes. off of me I feel terrible for them I feel But I'm I'm the best choice out of me Louise.
0: <laughs> so. yeah, well yeah I feel as a director, don't read... A lot of directors do, if it's your choice. But I feel as a director, don't read with your actors. No, don't I don't read like doing that. Because I want, I want to be able to see them. I don't want to sit there... just. Dist- I've done it once or twice where I've sat there and I've had to read the lines to them. And I'm so busy reading the lines and trying to give them something to work off of. I'm not actually paying attention to what they're doing and how they're responding. I want to see their body language. I want to see how... How they do things. I want to see their facial expressions. I want to see all, that. and I'm busy looking at the script, making sure that I don't screw them up.
2: Yeah. Now, I definitely know that on my end. And Yes. Anybody. Yes. So we had Kate come uh... in
0: and do those. With the, if you can have for my audition,
2: actor. I'm having the lead actor come in, yeah. and I'm. I don't. And you have, don't even have
0: to do that. Even yeah. if you don't have anybody cast, if you know somebody who can who can act decently, who can just come in like, "Hey, man, I want you to read with with my actors." Cool. Let's let me let, at least have somebody designated to do just that, so that that person can focus on actually giving the other actor something to feed off of. So that you can actually see a performance from them and get you get a good get a good idea of what it is that they can bring to your movie.
2: Yeah,
1: I. Uh, oh, so I had a question for this you. This is my
2: first actual audition, so it's like new to me as well. Mm-hmm. So
0: well, let's see. There you go. Again, we're we're all at the beginning of this here. Mm-hmm. That's that's you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. You we're all you would you had said having your character descriptions written, and I was I was I wanted to talk about that. Go ahead. I don't know. Um, well, I mean, to what me, don't
0: you know? Just talk. Uh, just talk. <laughs> just talk. <laughs> to me,
1: as part of the, as part of you know, as a producer, you know, pre-production is is my bread and butter, and I love it because my answer will always be pre-production. Um, as part of pre-production, I think it's really important as a filmmaker for you to know your characters, you know, and these character descriptions are really great ways of um, of of understanding your character. Um, your actor will have questions. You know, and not just in the audition. They're going to have it on the set. Like, uh, you know, we had, in Blood, Slaughter, Massacre, we had a couple that were broken up, but they had a child together. Okay. And, uh, the you know, the first day that we shot with the two of them, they had a lot of questions about their relationship. What ended the relationship? Um, was it Were they friendly towards each other? Um, you know, and they had a bunch of questions about the relationship, and we had to know those answers on set, because if you're struggling to figure that out, you know, and you're on set the day of, it's already way too late. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's such that, like, something like that is such an important, it's going to drive their relationship for the for the rest of the movie. And if you don't know that answer, you're going to be in shit ton of trouble. Because if you make the bad, the one bad decision on set because of time and you, because you didn't think ahead, then you can literally, like, ruin, ruin, <laughs> ruin entire two characters and their yeah. relationship.
2: It's, uh, I have to add to that. The movie I'm, doing now, I pegged an actor for the lead. Mm. Now, you said uh, when you were casting for Blood Slaughter uh, the one actor, the coroner the person who played the coroner, Mike he didn't have the look for the lead. Yeah. Now, my thing is while I do have specifics of the characters in my head of what they're supposed to look like um, an actor we both worked with on Brain People and on another project for me I cho- I asked him, I'm like, I have a lead role, I know that he doesn't specifically look like the type I was thinking of in my head, but I knew that he was the choice I wanted, because I've seen him act, yeah. and even though this is a demanding, demanding lead role, mm-hmm. I knew he could pull off the look I wanted specifically, because he's actually like a cosplayer, yeah. like he goes around the country and yeah. cosplays, yeah. so I knew he'd get the look. But what surprised me was that cuz I've only seen him do like side work. He's only had lines once that I've seen. Mm-hmm. So you know, I was I was impressed by the little bit I saw and I and we met up and I said, "All right, this is the break. This is the deal with this character. He's flawed. He's yearning for his fiance that he lost." And I gave him the script and he was he really liked the script, and he's like, well, what's my motivation? And I said, I'm going to give you my first movie that I wrote because this character's in that. I want you to read it. That's your motivation. And then he called me two days later, and he was like, holy shit, that's a lot to process, but I'm working on it now. And he said, I'm working on it now, and then he, we just keep in close contact of what we want. We have a meeting next week, actually. Uh, of this recording and you know i'm working really hard with him because i want him to carry the film even though he might not necessarily look leading man material mm. to some people you know like i know he can do what i want yeah, and I mean, sometimes sometimes artistically like looks carry most films yeah. for actors and actresses i understand that we all understand that
0: it's a visual medium yes if they're not per- i'm sorry i know it you're gonna disagree to say with me it. no no it sucks to say it it's a visual medium if they're not Something to fit that role, your people, your your viewers just can't connect with it. They have to physically fit the role, you know. Well, you he mean,
2: physically he can. Oh
0: no, I know, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, I know who yeah. you're ta- I know. we just but, trying not to drop too many names, but yeah, but uh,
2: yeah.
1: But I mean, interestingly enough, for Blood Slaughter, when we did the casting call, you know, we had we had the writer Louis uh, was in the room with us when we did the casting calls, and um, it's always good to have three have odd numbers because there's always somebody who can break the tie. Yeah. Um which is how we've always done it. Yeah. Um so when we had the finchers come in, there was one one fincher that came in who was very heroic. He was very broad. We called we nicknamed him Brolic. Yeah. Um <laughs> he had the chin and he Should've had named the, the muscles and the, you know, he was a very heroic, in fit man. Yeah, he, and was, he was tall, too. Yeah, he was tall. He was tall. He was, he was a big tall. guy.
0: Yeah, he kind of... So he
2: was the Channing Tatum, got it. No, 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 oh, no, no, no.
0: No, no, no. Like, um, what's his name from Walking Dead? Um, the With the baseball Reedus? bat. Oh, Negan? Yeah. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan-ish? Yes, Jeffrey okay. Dean Morgan without the beard. Yeah. Okay. Like that kind of
1: look. The guy from Mad Men kind of look.
2: Oh, John Hamm. Okay. Yes, like that. Kind so of chiseled, very, chin, like very man-looking. Man- yeah. yeah. yes. and yes. this very five man-
1: o'clock shadow. Very yes. manly. That's why we need a yes. Very manly-looking
0: guy. Like this is like this is this is a guy. Yeah. You know, this is a man, and you know that's what he looked. He looked that way. He was looked heroic. So he
2: would be a formidable opponent for the Ripper. Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. And,
1: and then Matt came in, and you know he's baby-faced, smooth, no beard. You know, he's a little smaller. Softer he's features. softer features. A, a much more emotional look
0: to his face. Yeah. It was, it was a matter of, what He was what much we more want? of a
1: sympathetic looking yeah. um, character or man.
0: Yeah. And from that point, we looked at it and said, well...
1: And those were our two favorites. Yes. When at the end of the day, those were our two favorites. And um, it was quite a debate between the three of us.
0: Sitting there, we're now debating, what direction do we want to take the movie <laughs> in? Do we want a... Like this badass hero, this guy who's going to get him, yeah. not well, not Schwarzenegger. He's not that big, but nah. you know, we do we want somebody who's tough and hard looking? You know, somebody who's who can who looks like when this Ripper comes up against him, he's going to help. He's going to give he's going to give him a run for his money. He's going to kick this guy's ass. You know, like the Ripper's got no chance against this guy. Yeah. Or do we want somebody who looks like the underdog? Do we want someone who's going to be able to? I mean, not saying that this other actor couldn't emote. I'm sure no. he could. Yeah. But Matt had that look already, that he was already very emotional look. Yeah. You know, we're talking about a detective who's got 15 years of alcoholism behind him, who's got a wife who just left who's him. He's haunted and took
1: from him. his past. Yeah. And, yeah, he's
0: got a wife who just left him and took their, took their seven-year-old child with her. You know, somebody who's broken, beaten down, life has just shit all over him, and he's going to wash it away in a bottle. You know, and this big dude just didn't have that look. But that's that's what we were debating. What do we want? Do we want a tough guy or do we want this broken down, the, the, the flawed detective? man
1: that was in our that was in the script? Yeah.
0: What do we want?
2: That's that's why I picked who I picked for this lead role. Actually, because yeah. I another the other lead male yeah. that I have cast already. He's tall, super attractive. He's he's actually gay and very yeah. effeminate in person, but holy shit can he deliver like he's playing a womanizing chauvinist pig in my movie, and uh-huh. he's incredible at that. But he could be the lead. He's tall, imposing, you know, he's got that that similar look that you're describing this yeah. other actor. But the way I had the character written was Braddy rich kid with a heart of gold yeah and the dad character was supposed to be a tall big muscular guy and the mom was a small meek woman yeah. and Derek rivers in Pandemonia was smaller and thin and not super built and heroic and his dad was and the si- his sister character was tall and not Mm -hmm. built, but, you know, bigger than him, and she always picked on him, so that's, you know, that's why I went with the smaller, not smaller, because the actor's kind of, he's over six foot, but he just has that, like, little brother look, Yeah, so that's kind of what I wanted, so it it goes against the marrying yourself to a character, but like I said, I'm already working with the actor to make sure we... Pull off what I want. See,
1: it's like, I think when you're when you're when you're coming up with an idea for the character, it's not like you're imagining he has blonde hair and blue eyes. And, no, he just fit know, what I wanted. Yeah, no, in your head you'll have a vision of what that is, but you're really more creating their personalities. Like you said, yeah. you
2: can't
0: be married to that
2: vision.
1: Yeah, and you yeah, can't. No. You, I mean, we've we've had you know the
2: idea I was married to, but not the actual face. The or face, yeah. The
1: no, the face is yeah. absolutely adjustable. You know, I mean, we've had roles where we have really like switched an entire you know characters. Mm-hmm. Um, we had for
0: blood slaughter, we had the two detectives and, um, lethal weapon. The, uh, uh, um, Mel Gibson's character was a, uh, 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 it was an influence on Fincher's character. Hmm. Okay. And we knew that it was going to be a partner. It was going to be partners. It was going to be the one kind of broken loose cannon versus the other straight laced by the book guy. By by the book guy. And I specifically said, well, we're already basing it on Mel Gibson. You know, we're already basing it on Martin Riggs a little bit and we're basing it so you on wanted well, Wait a minute. No. no, we're basing it on um, Brad Pitt in seven. I didn't want to put him with a black partner. Because these are already the references for <laughs> yeah. the yeah. character, and both those characters have black partners. And I said, I don't want to do that. It's too obvious. It's too on the nose.
1: I mean, especially his like, name is Fincher. It's like,
0: and his name is Fincher, which is name. He's named after David Fincher <laughs> from you know because it was seven. I wanted him dressed like Brad Pitt in Seven yeah. and act like the broken part of Martin Riggs. Yeah. That's what I wanted, you know. But. I said we can't we can't give him a black partner. It's too it's too obvious the reference. But then, the actor who got the role, he sent in his headshot and he just had this look on his face.
1: Oh, he looked like Carl Winslow.
0: Yeah, so he looked like a cop already. And then he came into the audition and he did a, a, a medical yeah monologue. He sounded like House yeah, without the accent. So now we're sitting here looking at this six foot three Gigant- gentleman he used- he used- very big he, was a, linebacker. Yeah, he yes. was a linebacker he was a linebacker in college you know so six foot three six you know tall dude bulking you know good size on him um in his fifties got a little bit of gray in his hair a little bit of gray in his beard um very well spoken mm-hmm. you know imposing standing up straight you know but he's black and I said <laughs> But he's got the look like it just it worked. It just worked. And I said, as much as it was a
2: good foil to Fincher. Yeah.
0: yeah, As much as I didn't want that just physical look of those two characters, because it's done some of the the white, the white bad cop with the black good cop. It's so often done. I just didn't want to do it again. But you know what? He came in and he nailed it. Nailed it. I was like. You're perfect. You're everything we want in the role. Maybe because we saw the Morgan Freeman and the Danny Glover <laughs> in him. You know, maybe we saw that in him a little bit, but he did it so well. It's like, you know what? I don't even care anymore. I, to hell with to hell with what we were thinking of just not doing it for the sake of the reference. Fuck it. Look, you are doing it. You did it great. You got the role. Yeah. Period. You got yeah. it. Byron yeah. got it right away. Yes. Oh, yeah. Nailed, it right, Nailed away. it right away. Yeah. And I was like, "You know what? I don't care what I thought. I want I, you you are going to be great. You're going to be great with it."
2: I uh there's a role I had to recast for this film recently who where the audition I'm doing mm-hmm. is that's for one of the three roles I need. Um, I had a picture of cuz I had an actress that was supposed to do it and that kind of fell through, so I had her in my head the whole time. So now yeah. I have to take that out, okay, and like just open open slate it again. Yeah, so it's it's a bit rough sometimes when you are. That's the problem with recasting, which I think we should talk about because it does happen. Yeah. And okay. Yeah.
0: All right. So we kind of covered auditions and how to do, and, yeah. and, you know, different methods of doing auditions. Then, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, Always I, when oh, you're another, doing another, when you're doing thing, audition, bring yeah. a camera.
2: Yes, like bring a camera or something. Bring yeah. a camera so, that you, so you can, can see over, what yeah. they
0: look like on camera too, because what they look like in person, and what they look like on camera, are going to have two different looks. So make sure you bring a camera and you tell them when they walk in, I'd like to videotape this if you are comfortable with it. Sometimes you even have an actress. You know what? You nailed it, or actor, actress, whatever, nailed it. I want you. You're going to be. I don't even want you to come back for a second audition. You're perfect. Yeah. So then you know you do right then and there. You have the camera. You take your pictures of them. Take a bunch of pictures of them. Send it to your makeup artist. Right then and there, so your makeup artist can now take that picture and find what color palette of makeup they're gonna need for that actor and your makeup artist is already prepped for them. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's and a what lot we'll of times, do.
1: you know, like our makeup artists, I mean, especially for Blood Slaughter, because it was a it was an eighties piece. It was supposed to take place in the eighties. We had we had built an entire reference yeah. portfolio. And
0: bright, bright makeup, bright yeah. colors. So you had to be way to be very specific with the palettes. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to put blue on an actress who's got caramel skin, makeup artist has to know so she gets the proper shade of blue yeah. Yeah. for that tone of skin,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? Yeah. And your your costume designer has to know it too. Especially Byron, Byron, uh, uh, he he's very dark skinned, mm. okay? Yeah. I could not put him in a dark shirt because he's just in, in dark nights. We had a lot of scenes at night. It's going to disappear. If we have poor lighting, which happens, yeah, you know, sometimes your lighting just isn't doing it. Now his shirt, his neck, his face is one dark spot because you screw up your camera settings sometimes, or sometimes the lighting's not hitting him. Some, you know, so many different sometimes things. Sometimes you adjust the camera yeah. and
2: you're on the fly and you forget to change. Yep, exactly.
0: Yeah. And sometimes it just happens. Sometimes you're looking through that little viewfinder and everything looks great. Then you put it on your screen and it's like this looks horrible. <laughs> You know, or like we had, we had the one scene, we were lighting the whole scene, we lit the scene, uh, we had one light un- underneath them and one o- and, and the, the actual lights of the porch up above them and they're wearing wide brimmed hats. Yeah. So he's got a light directly on top of him and that hat is putting a shadow directly on his dark skin. Yep. <laughs> I remember that. Ruined it. Yeah. The whole shot, and it looked in the viewfinder, it looked fine. we saw it, everything looked good, but when you take that image and you crush it down to three inches, every little bit of light looks a little bit of brighter and everything looks great. but once you blow it back up, that little bit of light stretches out across your whole screen, and now he's too dark, and it looks terrible yeah. you know, so I had to I had to give him white shirt white after we did that scene. The other scenes I had to make sure that he had a because it was a beige. Uh, it was a dark tan shirt that he had. I had to make sure he always had a white, white um, shirt on underneath to reflect some more light onto him because honestly some people their skin is just very dark on the opposite spectrum you have some people some some people with their complexion is so pale that's me you can't hit them with light or you lose all features of their face and they just glow on screen and they
2: have that like shiny skin thing yes yeah. you
0: know and they just glow on screen so then you have to learn to diffuse your light when you're around them and your makeup artist has to put certain makeup on them so they don't lose their features first, in the light
2: I first found out out about that uh a local actress that's no longer with us uh cheryl Mm -hmm. uh you remember cheryl right Mm -hmm. yeah she we were doing a behind the scenes with her because it was her first film and you know she was uh, super excited she's like oh make sure we have the camera this way and i was like the shot was terrible yeah that way and i was like why not this way she's like oh because i have my skin is always oily and i have shiny head and i'm like I didn't even know what she was talking about at that time. <laughs> so she told me everything about the skin yeah. complexion with the lighting and stuff. So we just turned everything around and shot it the other way where she looked fine. But that was the you first don't have time ma- I ever... If you ever. don't
0: have a makeup artist, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Yep. If you have a makeup artist, they know how to fix that. Yep. Makeup and they, artists and, will know And makeup
1: to... artist will look, in, look inside your camera and they'll do a real quick... Yep. You know, when you cut, your makeup camera will fight, fight their makeup way makeup to the very front. F- and you'll see like a little duck... As they look. Suddenly look look. into the
0: camera. All right, good. They look good. And they walk away. Yeah. Your makeup artist will constantly be trying to find a a, a monitor. Mm -hmm. Because the truth is, as the makeup artist, if your actor looks bad on screen, that's their fault. Mm. And that looks bad on them. Yeah. You know? It's not just you and your camera guy and your lighting guy or your actor. It's your makeup artist, too. If their complexion, suddenly they're oily in one scene and they're not oily in another, your makeup
2: artist was slacking. I actually have have to color correct the blood... Splatter because it didn't. The lighting hit off yeah, it pretty bad. That happens too. Yep. But I didn't have a monitor, <laughs> so. So what were we talking about? Recasting. You wanted to. Yes, get recasting. Recasting. Yes. Well, you guys are more. Like I pretty much said my thing. I, just I now. honestly
0: have not recast anybody. I have mm-hmm. not had to re not not while shooting. No, not mm-hmm. while shooting.
1: In in pre, yeah. Yes, I've had
0: people that I've recast in pre. Yes, I have. um, Sometimes they're just not going to work out. And sometimes, like you said, um, you get an actor or an actress who's just too difficult to work with. And you know what? For the betterment of the film, you have to recast them. I've had two people in my past, and I'm not going to name them. I'm not going to name them. I have two actors that I've worked with in the past where... Had I been able to get the locations again and afford the shoots again, even after the third day shooting with them, I still would have recast them because they were such a pain to work with.
1: We did have no shows.
0: Yeah. That's happened to me. We've had people who just didn't show up and we had to recast them on set. Yes, I've done that. But I had two, two actors specifically, one in each movie that I will never work with them again, Mm. you know? Because not not because they have bad attitudes or it's just they're just too it's they're just too much on set. I just I can't can't handle it. They they slow the set down. They knock they knock things into upheaval. You know they 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 take a lot on themselves.
2: Yeah, you know no, I hear you.
0: They take I, a lot of attention, and it's like you know what? No, I don't have time for that. I just don't have time for that. We have too many things that we have to do. I cannot devote my I cannot devote half my day to dealing with your problems. And the things that are I can't do it. Yeah, you know? I
2: had an actress, the lead actress mm-hmm. of my party shoot that one day, mm-hmm. uh she canceled 45 minutes before shoot. Yeah. Wow. And I had to get I was like, "What am I going to do now?" cuz that's another thing that i'm getting to with this story is i was such in a panic i had to post on facebook and be like hey guess what everybody uh my lead actress just canceled on me and i have a shoot in 45 minutes i was already there prepping and she's like yeah i can't make it i'm like what i'm like i'm paying i was paying this that actress sucks. for the day she's like yeah i can't well, make guess
0: it. who you'll never be working with again uh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah yeah
2: and guess so. who guess who comments whenever i post something on facebook exactly about the movie always yeah.
0: always the people you don't want are the first i'm ones. ready to work That's i'm ready never, to act for you I i'm like yeah okay you know
2: you, you showed 45 minutes yeah. beforehand so i was like all right so i post on facebook i need an actress right now it's a lead role blah blah, yeah. blah uh luckily a friend of mine now a friend of mine carla she came i never met the girl before uh my my normal special effects guy came through and said oh this girl she's done commercials and this and that I was like, oh, okay. She did commercials for NJ Transit and, and you know, Metro uh New York, uh whatever. And uh so she came in and she had pink hair and looked nothing like what I wanted, but I just didn't have time. And she yeah. she killed it acting wise. She had she didn't have the look mm-hmm. that I wanted because originally um the character was supposed to be a djinn. Okay. So she was supposed to look very not exotic, but kind of... Originally, the part was supposed to be played by a porn star who mm. had infinite tattoos and looked the role, like, looked like what you'd think maybe a djinn would look like if you're going by, like, supernatural lore or or whatever. And then she couldn't do it because she, she moved to Los Angeles. So, like, I replaced her with this other actress who kind of looked like... And we were going to put her in some makeup and do, like, fake tattoos and stuff. And she canceled 45 minutes in, and so I got Carla and... I just said no tattoos none of that and she yeah. hit it out of the park thankfully cool. and the point is she actually got more roles from me for showing up and being good and she did really good in those other roles too yeah. awesome. so you know it was a blessing in disguise but that's one of the only times I ever had to like on the spot yeah. recast somebody
0: unfortunately that doesn't happen that all that often fortunately unless you're working with friends yeah, you know for somebody who's not
2: this was a paid actress exactly though, like For someone like that so it does happen that,
0: yeah um yeah, I haven't had I haven't had that many. I've had people who no-showed on us once or twice, but they weren't like they weren't huge. We had one actor who had to come back for a day to film to film uh, uh to film his death scene. And um called and called and called and nothing. Didn't hear anything from him. Didn't know where he was. Didn't even know if he was made. Didn't even know if he was getting the messages. Called him, texted him, facebooked everything. Didn't hear from him at all, so we had to rewrite his entire scene, and we had to put another actor in his clothes. Yeah,
2: I and had know, I to, know this story. Yeah, but, you know, just we had to have we had to put another
0: actor in his clothes, and we had to have that. And so, con- thankfully, he had finished his scene, and he, we had already shot the one scene where he leaves the room, and then he was gonna go out and die elsewhere, and we were gonna have him get killed there. So we had to have an actor put on, the, put on his costume. We had to put, do makeup to change his skin tone to match him a little bit. We had to put a wig on him to match his hair. Suddenly we had to give him the whole thing so he looked like the same character. And we had him walk by in the background so you physically see him walk out. Because we didn't even see him leave. He left the one room. We didn't see him pass the other characters in the back. We had to have him walk past and walk out of the house okay and then we had to write an entirely different death scene cuz his death scene was a transition from one portion of the film to another so it was going to you know we had to um remove his create an entirely different transition now with another character and then we just find this one dead later thankfully it's a slasher film so yeah we get it the so he walked out of the house the the killer found him killed him we didn't have to see him die we we had but again we had to take that other actor in the costume and we had to lay him face down in the dirt so that we could just get a shot of the dead body at some point and somebody discovering the dead body yeah you know again thankfully it's a slasher so it's all right we didn't have to do we didn't we didn't need too much out of you it had to but
2: explain quasi slasher or logic yeah last yeah. night it was not so, fun
0: oh it's yeah it's a little
2: um, but why does this happen because movie logic why because it's it, a movie why didn't they do that because it's nineteen eighty and movie logic yeah <laughs> why did she run that way instead of leaving in the jeep with movie. the dead body because because it 's a movie because friday the thirteenth that's it
0: that's it so, yeah, so. um so uh I now think where
2: where do where should we say for the people listening say they use the friends and they move past that My suggestion to anybody listening is take some money when you get an experienced actor. Pay your actors. Yeah. Especially if you need to hire a female that does nudity, you have to pay them. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's
0: one big thing. If you have a female doing nudity, um, even a male, anybody doing nudity, pay them. Period. Yeah. I do not do... And we do a lot of nude scenes in our films. We do lots of nude scenes. I have not had a single actress do nudity for us that did not walk out without a paycheck in their pocket there's also another thing uh when it comes to paying people which is this is another subject we weren't planning on getting to this but paying people you come up with a we come up with something beforehand and you make an agreement with them and stick to that goddamn agreement yep even if you have to take the money out of your own personal go to the atm take it out yourself
2: and pay them do it yeah okay uh make sure it's set up beforehand, contracts, agree contracts, to it, contracts. Agree to it, sign it.
0: Yes. And um we've done things before where they get money in the beginning and they get more in the end. They get half of it. We agree to a set set amount, and we give them half up front and half at the end. No, don't do that.
1: No. Yeah. Don't do it.
0: Not if it's anymore. It's good to do, I mean it's fine. A lot of people are are fine doing that, that's no problem. But everyone as the as the movie goes on and it gets longer and things get more grueling and difficult to do. Everyone feels better at the end of the day when they walk out with money in their pocket. So even if it's 20 bucks so that they can get back on the train or cross that bridge again or fill up their tank of gas, anything you can give your actors and crew at the end of the day, anything will make them happy to come back. Feed your people, too. Feed them if you, even if you and make can't,
2: sure they don't have to piss on a tree. Yes, yes. Feed
0: them bathrooms
1: for the bathroom.
0: Treat them like human beings. Give them something at the end of the day, even if it's a travel stipend, even if it's a metro card for them to get home and come back to your set another day. Something ultimately. Give them something. Yeah. In the end, the way we, what we've learned, no one should have to spend money. Or lose It shouldn't money. cost them anything. It shouldn't cost to help them you. anything to be on your set. Yeah,
2: it's your movie. Yes. So yes. treat it as your it movie? It shouldn't
0: cost them anything.
2: So, yeah, you, you want to pay people. Yeah,
0: again, if they're taking the train in, fine, give them a, give them a $10 Metro card. Get them whatever, 10 bucks. Give them the $10 Metro card, and they'll be happy that they didn't even have to pay for the train. You know, some people will just be like, nah, I don't know, what is it? It's $3, whatever. No big deal. It's no... You're right, it's no big deal. But here, take it anyway. That gesture goes really far. I
2: paid an actor once and I paid no one else that day because they all knew they were doing it for free but I gave one actor 20 bucks just to fill his tank up because he was... He had a brand new kid, and he was on a time crunch, and I said, hey, here you go. And he's like, oh, no, it was free. I was like, nah, take it, take it. And he calls me every time for rolls, and it's not just because I gave him the 20 bucks, but it's just because it was a token of gratitude for yeah, yeah. having his time when he has a newborn. Yeah, you were you, know, you so. were
0: considerate enough to think about him and what he's spending to be there. Yeah. You know, what it takes for him to be there. And you don't have much money, and he knows you don't have much money because he's not doing this for the money. But the fact that you give him enough money because, you know what, that 20 bucks for his gas tank could buy diapers. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a pack of diapers they, uh, to put on his, and he's spending, he's losing a pack of diapers to be on your set for the day. You yeah. never know what these people, what somebody's circumstances are. Exactly, you don't know what people are putting in, putting, setting aside, or sacrificing to be on your set. I mean, always myself, assume that they're sacrificing my, something.
2: Myself, not to get too personal, but I'm besides the money I have saved up for my film. I'm putting everything I have mm-hmm. into it. And that's just myself. So, like, that's why I'm hiring the best possible people that I can find. You know, that's why for anybody listening, that's why if if it's coming out of your pocket, or if it's say you have a backer who's like a family member or just somebody it works along. Say it's an actual financial backer who's like, my money is time. I need the best. I want you to have get the best actors, the best actresses. I want the best possible thing. Yeah, you know, to get
1: the best possible product.
2: Yeah, like. Just give everybody everything you can. Yeah.
1: So, um,
0: what would be, what would be post-production?
1: Well, I mean, I think we had said that right? Yeah, we were going to do, instead of a post-production this episode, we were going to do a little advice for actors who are looking to get into okay horror movies. All
0: right. What do we got?
1: Um, so.
0: Yeah, we're talking horror movies. We make horror movies, so we're going to talk from the perspective yeah, of horror movie yes. directors.
1: Yeah. So if you're looking to audition for a horror movie, there's a couple of things that'll make you golden. Um, you know, like we said earlier with with Mike Roach, uh, you know, if you're if you're asked for a monologue, you know, prepare something that's from a horror movie. I mean, yeah. it's it's really important to the horror industry for you to have an understanding of of the what history of horror and what we do. I mean, something as simple as like you know, like Mario just said, he's you know, he had I had explained slasher logic. You know, yeah. it's like if you go in, you know what a Final Girl is, you know slasher logic, you know.
0: This is going to go so much nicer. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I we auditioned, I auditioned for one movie, an entirely different movie once. Mm-hmm. And one actress came in and said, uh, um, one of the actresses, actually I had auditioned a couple different actresses and I used them all since then. That's another thing too. Yeah. Actors need to realize that, that just because you didn't get the role on this Remember that producers and directors, they save your info. If they liked you, they save it and mm-hmm. they will contact you again. I, we did an audition for a film, an entirely different film. We weren't producing it. I was working on, on their film and I was directing on that. And I sat in on the auditions and uh, saw a bunch of actresses. One of them was Kate and we've used her twice since mm-hmm. then. Another one um, was this actress, uh, Ashley, mm-hmm. Ashley Bloom. Yeah. And I loved her. I thought she was great. Mm-hmm. So when we were doing auditions, she didn't work out for that film. But when we were doing auditions for ours, I didn't even audition her. I said, I liked her, period. Yeah.
1: Darlene like was the same way, right?
0: Darlene, um, yes. No, Darlene came in for Blood Slaughter. Oh, you're right. She did yes. come in for Blood Darlene slaughter. came in for Blood Slaughter and she was very energetic. And she was. But it's like she just didn't fit the role that that it was. She didn't yeah. fit the what we want, But we said, you know what? I have something else. I'll use you for that. And yeah. that's awesome. But Ashley was for an entirely different film. And when we left with all the headshots and took them, I said, you know what? This girl was great. Let's use her. Kayla Ferguson was another one. No. She was also for that. She was also for that movie. And Kayla had worked with with uh trauma before. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want this girl. She's worked with trauma. She's worked in the worst damn possible conditions imaginable. Yeah. <laughs> She's worked for no money or nothing. This girl understands horror. Yeah. So I want her on set. And we gave her a set. We gave yeah. her we gave her a scene. And she was great too. Yeah. You know? Uh so remember that actors, if you're just because you didn't get the role on this doesn't mean you didn't get you're not going to get it on something else and people okay. we, we, yeah, keep, always we remember. keep the contact info. i have
2: unfortunately because i'm not spiteful but i just i don't hold grudges either but i just remember when people do yeah bad things or don't show up or say one thing and do another oh, absolutely we have,
1: we have a folder Yeah, you know, we have a folder people who no showed on casting calls yep. yeah I, and if I you keep... no show no call me you're going right in that folder and mm-hmm. we're done
0: Yep, yeah and that's it you'll never call you again yeah. not to be you know? negative
2: about it but I remember that so I always know who not to use but I don't burn bridges because oh, okay. sometimes I, I said early on this one actress I had a fight with I would never work with her ever again but then later on I realized oh she's perfect for the role F- fuck it let me ask her if yeah. she's available and she was like yeah I'd love to do it and this and that and we settled on I, I
0: was a dick once and I trolled an actor he was so belligerent and so condescending in his emails. I had him come in just to waste his day. <laughs> there was so, no way man. I was going to work with this guy. Huh. But I, I, gave him an, I gave him a moment. to, I get, let him come in and I let him audition. I let him do his monologue and I said, okay, thank you. Have a nice day. Hey, and that was it. No notes, no comments. Nothing. 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 Just because he was such an asshole in the emails. He was so completely he was very full of nasty. Him. He was very, very full of himself. He was so upset that I had given him a monologue and I wasn't what? I wasn't yes. I gave him a monologue. I wasn't respecting him as an actor enough to give him sides for it. I said, everybody's doing a monologue. And he was so, so rude about it. About who the hell are like, like who the fuck is this guy? I've never heard of him. I'd never seen any movies he was in, never seen a damn thing. But you know, he needs to get so I I gave him sides even though nobody else was doing sides. I gave him some sides. I let him come in. I let him read them. And I said, "Okay, thank you. Have a nice day." And I let him go. Well, do you have any notes? No. I don't I don't have any. No. No, we're good. No, no. Thank you. I have your information if uh We'll get back to you. Yeah. We'll get back to you. And that's it. And that was a horrible thing for me to do. That was horrible. Yeah. That was horrible. But he ha- annoyed me so much and we went and he went back and forth on this email. There's like three or four emails we went through, and each one of the emails he sent me had to be three or four paragraphs each. <sighs> and he just went on and on and on. And I'm like, you know, you want this role. He was like, I really love horror films and I love and, and 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 I love making them and I put everything I have into them and blah 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 and all this nonsense. And it was like, you're really not selling me on putting you in this movie, you know? But you're selling me on wanting to piss you off. <laughs> so i wasted his day and you know what karma's going to get back at me for being that much of an but you yeah. know what maybe maybe i was karma giving him a bitch slap who knows yeah but the tr- but the fact is remember that actors this is a job interview and if you want the job you have to play to the boss Yep. You have to do what the boss wants. You can't insult the boss. Especially when the you money. No, I'm not. We're not being. Yes, exactly. You're getting. Your chances are you're getting paid for this. You're getting you know?
2: paid to do what you want. Which is want something to else. Do. You know
0: what? That's something else I wanted. To, uh, we, we, we did say we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask your actors to work for free. If you cannot afford them, and that's true, you can't. You sometimes, some people can't afford them. Oh, yeah. Don't be ashamed to say, hey, I don't have any money. When you put your casting call in there, when you put your casting call in there, make sure you say if you can't pay them, make sure they know this up front. So the people who are applying for it understand this is a free gig. And when they're coming in for this free gig, they understand there's no money here, that there's nothing and they're doing it strictly for you know, and then when you get to set, you go out of your way to do everything you can to make sure they know they're appreciated. Again, then make sure you have food, make sure you have bathrooms, make sure bathrooms. you have heat if you're shooting in the winter, you have jackets for them or some do anything, you, even if you have a warm car. If you're shooting outside, there's a, you know, one of your friends has a minivan. Give your friend thirty bucks to fill up the gas and have the minivan running with heat in it in between takes. Everybody can jump in the van and warm up. Something as simple as that will go so far in making your actors happy. If they're doing this for free, do anything you can to make them comfortable. Don't push. There. Don't push your
2: lock. With also them. another thing. Well,
1: no, but I was going to say that too. But you ask. You also can realize there's This is a barter and trade business. It's a day in the beginning. You know, yeah. so if you have an actor that you really would like and, 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 and you, you know you really can't pay him, you know, offer to edit their reel. Offer That's, to shoot some scenes. There's, there's my karma there bomb you right there, actually.
2: I've I done hate that. admitting this, but I'm going to do it anyway because I, I really... An actor kind of conned me out of extra money mm-hmm. and he wants footage for his reel and I'm taking my sweet ass time giving it to him because he conned me out of 40 extra dollars and he did it like maliciously it wasn't even like it was oh hey i spent you know extra money and here's the receipts he was like oh yeah uh, uh, huh, huh, i spent extra money and you should give it to me right now and i was like oh i should give it to you right now and i was like do you have the receipt no i was like yeah really and that was my learned experience another thing kind of ties into all that yeah
1: talking about that too one thing actors should definitely realize too is that uh no no filmmaker and filmmakers you really should not do this don't send un, what is it footage that isn't completely done
0: oh yes yes you want footage for your reel if the director or the editor whomever it is you're speaking to says the movie's not done yet no, you, you can't don't you can't have the footage. You cannot have the footage until it's done. Don't ask for unfinished footage. Unfinished it's not anyway. color, it's not color corrected. It may not be edited completely. The sound may be maybe bad. There may be no uh, audio, there may be no music onto it. If it's incomplete, all it's gonna do is hurt your reel. Yep. So as soon as you so when you finish shooting a film, don't call them two weeks later and say, Hey, can I get some of the footage for my reel? No. This guy did that as well. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And that's nothing against you or your real. It's nothing against you. It's the fact that other people are now going to see your real. And me as a director, this is my movie. Other people are going to see your real and they're the going to judge
1: People in the industry, industry. are going to see your yeah. real.
0: Your, your possible uh, casting agents, your possibly your, uh, your manager, other producers are going to see this footage on your reel and they're gonna judge me and my film based on that and then they're gonna judge you and the roles you you choose based on that so
2: everybody loses exactly
0: so if they tell you the footage is not complete all right i'll wait wait just wait now if you've been waiting two three years for this damn footage dude Put my damn scenes together because I worked for credit and I have not gotten my credit yet. You got the footage. I haven't gotten my credit. Put my scene together, finish it, and give it to me. Yeah. All right? There is a cutoff point where it's like, you know what? Eventually, okay, maybe the movie's not out yet, but is it at least done being edited? Or three years later, you still haven't edited this damn thing? (sighs) All right. Just give me my footage and I'll have it edited myself. Yeah.
2: That's what I offered this yeah. actor. I'm like you can have unedited footage and I'm taking no responsibility because I will put a disclaimer up saying that this I is not done. I wouldn't
0: even do that. I yeah. wouldn't even give him unfinished footage. No.
2: I, I'm not. That's no. the whole point. I <laughs> did it
0: I did it on blood slaughter because it took a while. I had we had there were two of our actors who were going for big roles, you know. Um yeah, two of them were going for big roles uh uh, uh on networks, you know. So they needed finished footage and they said, "Look, I really need it." So I Put in that I put in the next two weeks and finished one scene for this one and one scene for I finished two scenes I said all right this is done and I just gave it to them just kindly I said look you really need it this is a big this is a big job for you you know if you need they need to know what your most recent work is and it was this film fine I went out of my way to make sure I finished the scenes for them you yeah. know in the end I ended up making changes to those scenes anyway but they both got the gigs regardless nice nice. you know yeah
2: also actors you're gonna hear no a lot Mm -hmm. so be prepared for that as uh filmmakers i have this really bad personality flaw where i stay loyal to people that help me out Mm -hmm. even when it's not really helping me out yeah so i have a problem telling people no sometimes but i've quickly learned to change that so uh you're going to hear no on both yeah. ends, filmmaking-wise mm-hmm. and acting-wise. You're going to get a lot of rejection, but like like Manny said before, say I have an actor or actress that comes to my audition and doesn't fit anything I have. Say the next role I have uh, requires someone with that body type or someone with their ability with whatever monologue i provided or they brought in say you know i'll just call you back and be like hey i have a perfect thing for you i've seen your work i've seen what you do and Yep. you know
1: yeah some other little tidbits i want to add which kind of Go relates that is uh, you know when when you have a headshot or something put everything that makes you kind of interesting and special on that thing uh, you know i can't even tell you how many casting calls we've done and i see the word muppet or puppet on that on that headshot i, I get know. super excited you know, so you have no idea what's gonna what's gonna grab somebody's attention.
0: Yeah, anything little unique that you do. I'll, I I play the harmonica. Yeah, really. Maybe the director plays the harmonica, and he. Oh no, you play the harmonica. That's really cool. You've just, you've made a connection,
1: and that's the yeah. point. I mean, that when these you've casting calls, you're looking to make a them. connection to the mm-hmm. to the person in charge. Like of you casting. said,
0: Roach walked in. He had a Misfits t-shirt on and a DX put in a DX folder. Just looking at him, I said, "This is my kind of guy right here. <laughs> this is my kind of guy. I can get along with this guy. You know, we listen to the same music. We like the same wrestling. Awesome. Let's do this. <laughs> you know."
1: So I can hang out with this guy. I, I can put hang up out with this guy exactly. for a couple hours. Yeah. Precisely.
0: So it works.
2: Yeah. You have an actress who's coming to my audition. She's kind of like that. She's very spunky and, and sporadic and, and definitely fun to talk to, at least in the correspondence we've had. So hopefully she cool. kind of fits any of the yeah. roles because I'd love to have her on there, at least for that aspect. Yeah. Uh, Another
1: thing is uh, learn stage combat. Um, you know, that's great if you know how to take a bump or, or you know, how especially to fight a little movies, bit. Especially for yes. oh, horror yeah. movies, Especially horror movies. It's if a if super great skill. If you can be physical,
2: skill. yep. If you can take a clothesline from a 6'10 dude, yep. you're okay, you, you in you my said, book. You don't have to get that yeah.
0: crazy. That, that might be a little. Here's something. <laughs> here's something. I, I, I said this. We say this in joking, but it's true. If you have a car, say so. Especially yes. with indie films. Yes. If you have a car... Say so in your audition. Just bring it up at some point. So I was driving. Oh, you have a car. Suddenly, oh, now you, have you, a license? you have a suddenly car? now you are a mode of transportation. You are more than just an actor. You are someone who can help them get their scenes and film, get their day done easier. If you can pick up people, if you are willing to pick people up Even on better. the way to set. Oh my God, you are the greatest thing ever
2: I I did that on my last one. Yeah. If you are able Half to do that Half of the people that, were from Philly, so they all carpooled in one shot. There
0: you go. If you know if you're an actor and you are willing to help out and, and add and add an extra car to the you are a godsend. And they will be amazed. They will worship you. I've had actors who have done that. Some I've also had uh I've also had friends who drive who I've had them literally just drive people to set. Mm-hmm. Then sit around on set all day, eating pizza, drinking soda, and doing nothing. Sleeping. Sleeping. Yeah. Just doing nothing. We did a three-day shoot. I had my best friend's brother drive the van back and forth because the bus stop was 45 minutes away from the house because we were shooting oh in the my middle God. of nowhere. High point, right? Yeah. yeah. Three days back and forth driving people to the bus stop and from the bus stop. And that's all he did.
2: That's why they have drivers on set. If he
0: wasn't driving, told him, dude, go take a nap. The next bus is not for another two hours. Go take a nap. Relax. TV's downstairs. There's a Wii. There's a PlayStation. Relax. Do whatever you want. Dude, just go. Go. Be gone. You know, I don't want to see you. I don't want to see anything because if I see you, that means you're doing something other than Relaxing. And I thanked the hell out of him for it. He had to gas up that damn van, and that van was expensive to gas up. That was 80 bucks to fill that damn tank. And that was was a huge tank. It was a 15 passenger van. So that was a a 20 or 30 gallon tank. Yes, exactly. That was 80 bucks to gas up that tank, and he had to do it four times in the course of the weekend Mm -hmm. from that back and forth.
1: I mean we, you know? paid yes, we paid for it. Let's Yes, we of paid for it. Of course we paid
0: for it, you know. But he had to
1: stop at the gas station and literally stand there. hmm
0: Stand there for ten minutes gassing up gas gassing up a tank. So uh,
1: one other really great thing you can do, which is be really helpful when you're trying to get horror rolls, is uh get some get some experience with special effects makeup. If you can find out number one find your allergies. If you are allergic to latex, that is a great thing to know. And pretty much all you, you need anyway, to do. But- Everybody will test you anyway, but it's a good thing to know because it shows you have experience with it. If you see a makeup, makeup artist, get liquid and they don't latex, test you for latex at any Halloween store. Liquid latex, dab a little bit on your arm, and if it burns or it turns pink or any sort of allergic anything. type reaction, anything other than you probably have an allergy. Yeah, on yeah. the
0: inside of your arm was very sensitive. But to makeup
1: the skin. makeup can be extremely uncomfortable. Yes, fake blood can be sticky it can get dry it tastes horrible um a lot of times makeup prosthetics are uncomfortable they pinch they itch (laughs) it's not it's not a pleasurable experience and it's good if you can get experience you know find a makeup artist you know if you're on a set and you mean a a makeup artist tell her you know looking I'm, i'm looking to get experience with with makeup you know if you ever need a model and the makeup artist will love hearing this She'll love to hear that you were willing to model and and, and have this stuff yeah. glued to your face. She'll be, they'll be so happy to hear it. So you know get experience with that kind of stuff. It's really good.
2: I actually had a lead actress I was talking to for a role in the film, and it required heavy aging makeup, and she told me, "Yeah, I'm allergic to latex, and I was like, "Well, then, all right, so much for that. Yeah, pretty much because I talked yeah. to my effects artist and he was like there's no way." Mm-hmm. I was like, uh. so yeah, I unless to... you're gonna
1: make silicone pieces now."
2: you know I had to back off unfortunately but Uh, so do you have anything else you
0: need to touch on with when it comes to uh, when it comes to this no no I think we've been again pretty comprehensive we did another long episode but hey whatever. I think we covered
2: pretty much everything but if we haven't why don't you uh, let us know if we missed out filmmaking
0: sucks at gmail.com email us let us know if there's any questions or concerns you have anything that we may have missed something that happened to you how about your on set horror stories let us hear that and don't forget, hashtag show us your first. Why
2: don't you show us your first headshot if you're there an actor you go. or an actress? Send us There's your headshots. Real? your first reel. Yeah, we make show movies. Show us your reels. Yeah. 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 Send it. Totally. Ship it. We'll watch Especially it. Especially
0: if you're in the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area. If you're around here, send us your headshots. Send us your reels.
2: Or Connecticut.
0: <laughs> or Connecticut too. Why not? No. Connecticut, why?
1: Rhode Island. Throw like
0: Delaware in there. How about Delaware. I'm going to Boston next weekend. Throw, throw Massachusetts in it while we're at it. Why the hell not? Yep. you know send us show us you're your willing first. to travel you know yeah, okay. yeah so
2: yeah i'm uh, looking at actresses from maryland like yeah. dc baltimore yeah. area so you know
0: so email us at filmmakingsucks at gmail dot com we'd love to hear from you and um subscribe to us on itunes and google play give us a rating give us a review uh yeah uh, find us at massgravepictures.com you can download archived episodes and on iTunes and Google Play you get all the archives all the old episodes mm-hmm. subscribe for new episodes for Filmmaking Sucks I am Manny I'm Lynn and I'm Mario and uh, that's gonna do it for us so, toodles thanks a lot Bye. good luck everybody and make good films